0: ladies and gentlemen the following podcast is set for one episode your host from columbus ohio is michael kirk welcome to the outlaw mudcast hello and welcome to the outlaw mudcast your digital audio dirt sheet for all things super show on this special episode of the outlaw mudcast i'm going to be talking about the srg awards Joining me, as he has many times before, for the show, a man that almost needs no introduction, Mark F. Perry. Mark Perry, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Michael. You're your you're local LFF a-hole. There we go. Let's go. Let's get into this.
0: Representing SCW, your current hardcore general manager, a thankless job, no doubt.
1: And hey, let's not forget, I am your current LFF Veterans Champion. Jeez. That's
0: right. Look, I've forgotten a lot of things over the years. That's just that's just one of me. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Current Veterans Champion. Past Hardcore Champion. Member of the Faction Wars 4 winning team. Impact. Now, I believe, currently a member of Just Business.
1: And, and business is getting done.
0: That's right. A faction that was up for several wards. Before we get started, a couple things. First off, because I'm trying to get this episode out as quickly as possible, it is being released with limited editing, so any sound issues, I apologize for. If something's particularly egregious, I'll try to fix it, but otherwise it's just coming out. This is going to be raw, folks, in more ways than one. This is going to be raw. Really raw. Yeah. And also because this does come up from time to time, we're not trying to be mean to anybody. We're just giving our opinion. I know sometimes people were upset by it. We're not doing this to attack anyone personally. It's just, here's what we think. You know, someone had to win. Someone doesn't have to win. We can agree with that. We can disagree with that. At the end of the day, there's no reason for any animosity coming out of this. With that being said, we're going to go through the awards, the nominees, the winners, give you our thoughts on each one. I'm going to go through it in the order they were presented during the award show last Saturday, February 3rd at Captain Con. The first award given, Artist of the Year. The nominees for Artist of the Year as released earlier that day on the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook were Elvis Negrampa, Val Rosa, The Misfit, Michael DeNoia, No Meat, and Kieran Squires. At the time of the award, they added an additional nominee, Jeremy Steigerwald. Jeremy Steigerwald won Artist of the Year. Do we have
1: a picture of this this art that Jeremy did?
0: I mean, have you seen his uh, Santa boss art? I don't think so. Okay, have uh, you seen any of his art?
1: I'll be honest, no. I just don't okay. care. Is, right. is it in the you game? Know, is his um, art in the game on anything? The
0: art is not in the game on anything.
1: All right, so, that, so what we're going to agree on or disagree, Steve must have been simping for Jeremy. I don't know. I don't get it. But this is a botch. This is a hardcore botch. And where's Rafael Rosario? Where's some of these other obscure artists that are doing some stuff on the lowdown? But any of these fine artists are doing a good job, but this, this was a botch. Jeremy, you don't deserve it. And you know you don't deserve it. Next. Now,
0: artists is a weird thing for me because I don't really follow artists all that well. Like, you could, if you showed me a card, I couldn't tell you who did the art on it. I would have trouble telling you who did the art on the cards. I helped create. So it's just something I don't really pay attention to. I do have some artists I like more than others. I actually nominated Nuno at the time when I was looking through art. I saw some things he'd done that I liked. So I nominated based on that. This is kind of a weird award selection to me because I feel like Artist of the Year is kind of a serious award. And although I like you know the things that Jeremy's done, it's this makes it more of a comedy. It's more of a comedy award in this instance than it is a serious award.
1: Yeah, for lack of a better word, they just pooped on all the real artists. All right. Let's I go mean, to although, the next
0: one. Although it could be like a compromise. I could say, well, you know what? We, rather than, you know, pit one of our real, so to speak, artists against each other, we'll nominate this, you know, for lack of a better word, joke artist, or we'll award the joke artist. But that being said, I like the Santa Boss competitor. I, enjoy, I, I like the art on that. I think it's funny. But that's the thing. It's funny. It's not, it's not meant to be serious art. But that's how we started off. Artist of the Year. Next award. Best hair. A.K.A. the Pretty Hair Piercer Award. The nominees were Drew Madsen, The Oracle, Colton Jankowski, D. Phil Birch, College Boy Adam Britt, Zach Ashley, and Swaggy D. The winner, College Boy Adam Britt.
1: Uh, I'm going to say right now, is like, why was Swaggy there? That boy balder than bald. How oh. can you have best hair when you have no hair? Again, another joke right in, I guess. Whatever. Uh, best hair. Uh, the College Boy, uh, he's fine. He's fine. You know, the Phil Birch, he had a hair match against Eddie Fury. So that may have been, uh, should have been looked at, I guess, in more, more seriousness, I guess. But hey, yeah. give it to the college boy. No problem I mean, with that.
0: I nominated because of the hair match, I nominated Eddie Fury and the Phil Birch. Eddie Fury, who honestly perhaps had the most famous hair at Grand Gathering 3. You know, the most expensive hair perhaps. I mean, he's had his hair now taken a couple times. First by Shady Jeff, and then by the Phil Birch. So, Eddie's hair has been featured a lot in Super Show The Game. Um, I don't have a problem with the winner, College Boy Adam Britt. I mean, Swaggy D, I mean, this gives you hope for the nomination, number one. (laughs) I don't need that. Number two, you know, technically, they've never specified where on the body the hair is supposed to be that's being awarded. So that's kind of broad latitude. This could be a beard award, a mustache award.
1: Oh, if we're gonna you go know, beard award, we gotta get get what where, where was uh, uh McPeak at? McPeak, yeah, no, yeah. not I mean that's who knows.
0: But that was the that was the second award, best hair. The third award of the night, Pet of the Year. The nominees for Pet of the Year were Darby, Jax, Miso, Evie, Cupcake the Rabbit, and Queso.
1: The winner was Jax. They got it right. Anybody that attended Grand Gathering knows they got it right. And you know what? This is one of those few awards that I did not watch, but I did, I did have the, it, the earpiece in my ear as I was working. And uh, the acceptance speech was spot on. It was perfect. 100%, they got this one right.
0: As a show that keeps it G, I cannot endorse the Jax Award. Shut at the speech. Um, I actually didn't realize who Jax was until Kempo Kenny went up to accept, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's who Jax is. You were at Grand Gathering, weren't you? Yeah, but I'm, again, you know, I don't know if I don't think I was ever formally introduced to Jax, so I don't know if I knew his name. Okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Right. Fourth award. Catchphrase of the year. The nominees for catchphrase of the year are put some respect on that. It's just business. Hardy har har. Top guys, it's your boy, big cocked, and slap that meat. The winner. It's just business. Party har
1: har. You know, that's just a disrespectful to it's not personal. It's just business. Come on. It's, just, it's our new faction. We're, we're we're picking people up and putting them down one at a time. That's just a try to disrespect us, but we'll take our dub. Just business gets the dub. But you know what? I, I won't lie. I actually wrote in one, and it wasn't It's Just Business. It was one of the other ones that you said, and... uh Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll keep that between me, but th- I think, like, put some respect on it. I think that that should have won. Come on.
0: You yeah, see, I nominated top guys, and I nominated, it's not personal, it's just business. So I nominated both of you guys as factions. Some of hey. these I don't know. Like, it's your boy. Who's it's your boy?
1: Uh, isn't that Bobby Mother Lover? No. It's your boy, the one you're on the low. I guess it is. I, I mean, that that's that's one of your local
0: boys come on now i mean i just haven't heard i'm just not i just it just it just escaped me so yeah i mean it it was big i actually think top guys is bigger than it's just business hardy har har but that was a fourth award fifth award best new signing the nominees were Raven, Matt Cardona, Cruel, Brimstone, and the Wrestling Revolver promotion. The winner, Matt Cardona.
1: I'll I'll agree with Matt Cardona. I wrote in on this. uh, I wrote in Raven and Matt Cardona. uh, The Wrestling Revolver. I mean, does anybody even know who that is? I mean. I I actually wrote in the Wrestling Revolver.
0: I know who they are because they are local. They're, I mean, they're semi-local. They're in Dayton. One of that's one of the locations they run. It's Sammy Callahan's promotion. Oh, there you I also, go. I also picked. Uh, I also said re-signing Flip Gordon was one of the big signings from this year. Yeah, he was nice to see
1: him at Grand yeah, Gathering as well. He was so nice to see at
0: Grand Gathering. But yeah, no, Matt Cardona totally makes sense. Probably the biggest name on this list. Raven. If Raven hadn't forgot about it, who knows? Maybe he walks away with it. That was hilarious. But that was that, funny. That is quite funny. All right, next award best ring gear the nominees were rambo apocalypse alexander slamilton possum king specifically his possum p outfit the big guy kirk polka specifically the plaid suit he wore to misomania and split the winner split
1: You know, Split does a lot of good stuff, I I won't lie. I I didn't write in for Split, but I thought Split maybe had won this award previously because it should have, so I had no problem with him getting it, but come on. Well, yeah. where's this hate and disrespect for Alexander Slanelton that guy comes out with all the hot take promos and everything undefeated in Faction Wars what a what a great guy but hey no issues with Split, Ron's an awesome dude he's made me a lot of stuff in the past uh, he's making the SRG some coin so good, good on him I have no problem with this one yeah.
0: I have no problem with this either I nominated Loudmouth, Father Light and Possum King but you know what no problem with split. Split. Solid pick. All right. Seventh award given. Best Musical Performance. The nominees were the Candyman Simple Chuck diss track, Eddie Fury's performance of Ken, the Misfit with his Jim Loves the 80s promos, the J.A.C. with the CCC promo songs and Candyman performing karaoke at Grand Gathering Three. The winner, fellow scw member Eddie Fury, with his performance of Ken.
1: All right. See, look, I'd never even heard of that. Uh, never even seen it. I, you know what? I actually had to have him send it to me. But I, I won't lie. I, I did a write-in on on this one as well. And believe it or not. Michael Kirk, your your JAC promos. I said, well, albeit all all of them, everything that everybody's uh, that you named on that list were absolute trash. Uh, I thought yours were at least funny and entertaining. And then finally, after the award show was over and uh, Eddie Fury had won, I'm like, bro, what is this that you did? And he sent it to me. Hilarious. So yeah, yeah, trash. All of you guys are track, stop doing this. Stop doing the karaoke at Grand Gathering. Stop doing all wasting your time in these music studios, people. You're wasting your time and just embarrassing yourself. But I have no problem with who won. You know, Congratulations.
0: I have no problem with who won either. I am a J.A.C. Homer. I'm going to always pull for him. I nominated two specific songs of his, Headliner and Mutiny. Those are my favorites from this last year. Eddie Fury did put out a put out did put out an entertaining video in response to I believe a promo from Rambo Apocalypse. So I'm not going to argue this, but JAC should have won. JAC should have won. Look, there's only one man that got a, a name chant during this award, and it wasn't Eddie Fury. It was JAC? Remember that, folks. Remember that. Well, you got to
1: remember, you actually did the hot take. I believe, if I if I'm mistaken, Eddie Fury just lip synced the Ken song. So you're you're right there. They it's a botch. All right, next award.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to pull you off that much, but all right, next award, the eighth award given out, best dressed. The nominees were Swaggy D, Evil Ed, the Cheesehead. Matty Bar won, Le Penguin, Drew Madsen, and Bob Dunn. The winner, Evil Ed the Cheesehead. So,
1: Evil Ed the Cheesehead. You, you, you know, he looked good. He looked good at the awards show. No question. He was in his full cheese getup. But I think this is award for 2023. That means the whole previous year, not the award show. And uh, I think they missed it. So I think this is yet another botch. Uh, Drew Madsen always showing up in his suits. The Brain always in his fly red sequins and such. And I, I, you know, I just can't stand the fact that this award is named after Matty Drip Drip, and he has never won it, and the guy's always looking fly. I say another botch should have been probably Maddie drip drip, change it the name officially to off to him and off to the sunset he goes because he actually wins the award that he should have won several years running.
0: You know, I do think now. Granted, I don't see Evil Ed a lot. I do think the cheese suit he wore at Captain Con put him over the top. He would not have been a strong contender having not seen that photo. I don't know who I'd pick here because. Best dress isn't really something I follow a lot. So I'm not gonna argue, but I do think if you want to say the full year, I don't know that Evil Ed gets it if you want to say the full year.
1: I agree. That's what All this right. is the award show for the year 2023, not the award for who's present right now in the room and how they look now. All right, what's the next award? Alright, next award. Mark of
0: the year. This is a brand new award awarding a person who is a huge mark for somebody else. The nominees were Rambo Apocalypse for being a huge mark for John Calais. The Nightmare King for being a huge mark for Candyman. Simple Chuck for being a huge mark for The Grump. The Cheetah for being a huge mark for John Pulverino. Jason Fossone also for being a huge mark for John Pulverino. And Steve Resk for being a huge mark for Brian, wait for it, Schmidt, The winner, the Cheetah being a huge mark for John Pulverino.
1: Well, I, I, I'll say they got it right. Had, had this been listed, this has probably been one I would have wrote on. Um, let's just change the name of this. It's not a huge mark. It should be the huge Simp. Board. and let's get it just get it under the under wraps but yeah yeah i i, I would have wrote in cheetah jason Fassan. i don't know the guy the guy takes advice you know polverino's one of the nicest guys in the lff most competitive guys you don't want to sit across the table from him because it might just whoop you down but uh but no, no, no. Cheetah, Cheetah had every right to to simp over whoever he wants to simp with, just like all these others. So you know what? I'll call this a dead tie. I think they all simp a little bit hard for all the others. Uh, I don't think Cheetah goes above and beyond like Steve Rest did for uh, Brian Waitford Schmidt. But hey, it's 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 this is a, a non ballot that nobody knew about. So hey, I'm fine with this one.
0: Now, see, for me. The Steve Resk thing, I mean, yeah, he puts him over number one and number two guy, but he's also constantly calling him saboteur, swinging a Schmidt. How big of a mark he is for Schmidt, I don't know. But the Hall of Fame mark for somebody else, a man who is second to none, is the Nightmare King marking out for Candyman. I see it all the time. Every time Candyman posts, comments in a thread, Swooping in the Nightmare King. That man, the, the award should be named after him. You know?
1: Simp Nation I mean, is what it should be called.
0: I mean, he he was simply robbed, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sim- Alright. Simply Sim- robbed. Yep. Alright. All right. Okay, number 10. Botch of the year. The nominees. For a botch of the year are from the World Heavyweight Championship match, Bombada taking on champion Brian Schmidt. Bombada thinking he had a C one stop one for subs in his hand, not passing and bearing it, and then that costing him the match because Schmidt hits the sub finish. Bombada goes to play a stop and realizes he didn't have it. That's the first nominee. Second nominee, Pat Mulligan, during the Grand Battle entrance at Grand Gathering 3, trying to do a role as part of his entrance and wiping out spectacularly. The third nominee, from Origins, Sean Loeb offered an AJ Styles to not have a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship, declines that, ultimately loses the World Heavyweight Championship match. Fourth nominee, the SRG B-O-S-S playing in a creative competitor tournament, big match, accidentally buries the wrong card. The fifth nominee in the Triad Championship match, Brimelight plays an unstoppable finish against Piglet. Carlos Lombre stops the unstoppable and plays a call for the bell slash those in the towel card, wins the championship. And then finally, simple Chuck forgets to use his gimmick in a championship match against press one P causing him to lose the match. The winner, Pat Mulligan's failed attempt at a roll at the grand gathering.
1: All right. Well, that's, funny yet indeed probably planned but that wasn't botch of the year you know what the botch of the year which which probably and better show up on the award show 2025 would go other than the bo who keeps putting out all these cards without the proper artist's name on the art steve you got to do better you got to give the artist their credit brother but uh yeah, whatever. They're all botches. And uh, yep. it should have been Steve. The BOWS, believe me, I'll be pushing hard for botch of the twenty twenty-four, Steve Rust putting out all these cards, sending them the parent with the wrong artist's name on it.
0: Well, you know, that's a pretty good that's a pretty consistent botch. There are also quite a number of botches on when these nominees were released and put up on the graphics for the award show. I'll talk <laughs> about I'll talk about some of them as we get as we get there. One in particular, man, man, yeah, exactly. We'll get we'll get to it. It's coming. Um the the light botch. I don't think that's a botch. I just think that's a calculated risk, and it didn't pay off. To me, that's not even a botch. Playing an unstoppable finish late in a triad championship match to try to win the championship makes sense. Assuming he didn't know that Carlos Lumbre had the stop in his hand. If he knew, he could stop an unstoppable then it, I would say it's a botch, but if he didn't know that, it was just a calculated risk, and it didn't pay off. I nominated Pat Mulligan, but not for the Grand Gathering thing. I nominated him for the time he lost his pants on Talk of the Universe. Mm. I mean, that's a, pretty, pr- pr- that's a pretty big botch. I mean, that's the first time I think we ever had actual nudity on Talk of the Universe. <laughs> that is a that is a huge botch in my opinion. But he walks away with the award anyway, so you know, congratulations to him. I did nominate the uh, Bombata botch. That was one of my nominees along with the pants loss. Before we go any further, around this time, actually a couple awards back, they did present to the turtle that he's going to get his own competitor in Super Show of the Game. I think that's great.
1: Well deserved. The guys always put up the turtle layer so people get their faction wars matches, get out league matches. Great dude. Turtle, love everything you've done. Good job. Good job. Well deserved. Well deserved. Bravo, Steve Rusk and crew, for awarding him a free character.
0: Yeah, 100% agree. The next award the LFF competitor of the year. The nominees were Emo Man, the Meeples champion, Evie Laveau, MVP, Big Bad Bobby D, and Quadruple H. The winner, Quadruple H.
1: You know what? Alex Ventresca, uh, the Beast, Michael Kerr, a lot of people have been playing him and just just whooping that booty to say the least. And I'm going to say, Alex started it off. Grand Gathering four Thursday night fights, chibis. I was there, and he opened up a, uh, what was it, an old-school pack. very first one he opened was Quad H. He goes, you know what? This is who I'm playing tonight. Went out and won the event. So, bravo. You know what? We can all blame Alex Ventresca for this award being given to Quad H because it's deserving. I don't know why some of these other characters, because they're, they're just, people must be simping for themselves. But you know what? Quad H is good. Quad H is good. I think Quad H is good too. Quad H, I think, of this list would be my
0: pick. Quad H came out this year, actually in the in the previous Ultimate Pack, but has made a big splash since coming out. So yeah, I think Quadruple H, good pick.
1: I mean, I think nope. I wrote in um, uh, MVP because he came out. Pulverino immediately took him to a CAC and one with a CAC. So that should get something. I mean, I didn't write up Quad H, but I had no problem with it the second you you, you read the nominations. Because Alec, Alec Ventresca, this should be the Alec Ventresca award for this year because he, he did that. He did that. Congrats, Alec. Congrats, Quad H. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll second the congrats to you, to Alec Ventresca. Number 12, 12th award given out, Jobber of the Year. The nominees were the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss, Big Jim Bias. The SRG B O W S Steve Resk, the Italian Bombata, the Foreman, and Alexander Slamilton. The winner, Alexander Slamilton.
1: This is a heresy. This is a man that is undefeated in faction wars. His team got deleted booted out of faction wars before he could even play a game now i know hr will go out here and say some things that he is too scared to play a match but i don't believe that alexander stands for everything good about america yeah he may have lost a couple title shots mm. may, may have, or may not have let his son whoop on him one too many times but he is no jobber who would i put in for jobber Ugh. I'd say Mikey Nichols, but you know what? The guy went out and he won a, a in-person event, so he is a contender at the hardcore for in-person only. So, f- yeah, what the heck? We'll, we'll give it to Alexander Slamelton and 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 protest.
0: You know, this was a war. I struggled with who I would nominate for this. I ended up nominating James Booker. If I had to come up with a match, probably losing the championship at Origins to, I believe, a uh, first turn. Was it swift arm wrestling? But one of those cards in that line yeah. to the grump. I mean, you know, this again. This was a hard one for me to do. So I, I, I'm gonna cop out. I don't have a, I don't have a strong feeling either way. Congratulations, to Alexander Slemelton. Good on <laughs> you. Is, is, it
1: right? a, is it a congratulations being known as a jobber? I don't
0: know about that. I mean, look, you have to, you have to be someone who matters to have your losses matter, right?
1: That's right. All right. Congratulations, so, so, Alexander so, Slamilton, Todd right. Brooks. Because I mean, you deserved look, it.
0: that's a thing. Why do your losses matter? Because you went undefeated in Factual. war. You know, you're you're a big you're a big beat. All right. The next award, the Commentator of the Year Award, aka the Leo Award. The nominees were. The G O A T, the once in a generation generational talent, Brock Smith, now I guess known as Young Boy Brock. The team of Rambo Apocalypse and Simon Dabner, the prize fighter. General manager Clace for doing commentary at Origins and Gen Con. Hold the line, Harry. Chibi and the Italian Bombata. The winner, the G.
1: O-A-T, Brock Smith. And that was my only ride in. And let me give you a little breakdown and some spit and some heat. It's because this is the only one, except for maybe press one P when he does get on the mic. This kid does not talk over the match. This kid knows when to be quiet. He only talks when there is a silence. Everybody should go back and watch every single match. That the GOAT Brock Smith's done and take notes because you're all idiots. I am so sick and tired of going. What card was played? Nobody knows. Wanna know why? Because we're here, somebody like the horse or Schmidt or somebody talking over the action. Take a second, shut up, let the people watching the match watch the match and know what's going on. We don't, it's not about you, it's about them. And Brock Smith, you're my right-in. You earned this. Congratulations. I nominated Brock Smith and I
0: nominated Rainbow Apocalypse. So, Brock Smith to me, great choice for all the reasons you laid out and more. Congratulations, Brock Smith. The next award was actually an award that was added. It wasn't on the list, they added it during the show. This is, and they, it's an award they split into two different categories Best Production. They decided to do, I guess, Best Production Individually and Best Production as a group. The nominees for Best Production Individual were Mondane, Split, Chibi, Ron Talks Tabletop, The Misfits, and Brian, wait for it, Schmidt. The winner, Ron Talks Tabletop.
1: Uh... Guess Ron talks tabletops fine. I uh, don't watch all the other shows. Schmidt does put on a lot of good stuff. Uh, it wasn't what I wrote into, but I'm assuming that's because there must be two different categories. So I'll I'll, I'll have to wait until that one. But I- I'm cool with Ron. That that's Ronnie Ron's show, right? No, that is that is um Mr. Rumble, aka Ron Frazier, I believe
0: is. The oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He he has a good one too. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. okay with it. This is good yeah. show. You can check out this guy on Ron Talks Tabletop. Probably the lowest watched show ever, but I did my best. Thank you for having me on. I don't have a problem with this. I know Schmidt, who gave out this award, complained because he didn't win it. Your graphics from that, from the award show alone, probably cost you the award. So, I,
1: well, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, Mangina. Come yeah, on, yeah, Exactly,
0: exactly. All right. Then we have the best production, I guess, group. The nominees here were Sunday Night Fights, Big Picture Premium, Misfit TV, The Grand Gathering Streams, and Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. The winner, Big Picture Premium.
1: All right. I I, I didn't write them in. I, I don't watch. It's, you know... I guess some people care. That's why it won. But no, I, I, I won't lie. For all the masses that weren't there and for how miserable that poor SOB was at Grand Gathering, Brian Wakefork-Smith's screams at Grand Gathering was my write-in vote. And That's all I got to say about that.
0: I nominated Candy Shop Talk and Misfit TV. I would probably give it to Misfit TV. There's a lot of production that goes into those. They're quite entertaining. I, I mean, to me, Big Picture Premium just streams matches. And they have a background.
1: Nothing know? special. But hey, it, it, you know I what? Mean, they, I mean, they're looking fun. That's what they want to do. I have no yeah. problem with it.
0: I mean, what's the difference between Big Picture Premium and Sunday Night Fights? Nothing. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get some heat from that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next award. The Road Warrior Award. The nominees for Road Warrior are Math Guy, Screaming Danchi now known as Was Brother Dan, now it's Elder Dan, Butters, Chris Pate,
1: Chris McMillan, and <laughs> the prize fighter Simon Davenport. Which is funny because I wrote in Chris McMillan Butters on my ballot, so I don't even know who won. I'm not sure. Uh, but let's see, let's break it down. Simon Davner, this man flew to Florida CAC when he had one in his backyard. Wait, no, 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 that wasn't Simon Davner, that was Jason Fassan. Davner has gone to a lot of shows. Uh, Butters goes to, it seems about everything. Chris Pate, if Pate is on there, where is Mr. Sean Loeb? Because Sean Loeb's doing all the driving, unless they're flying somewhere. Uh, I'm curious, who won this? My my, my ride in was... Chris McMillan, a.k.a. Butters. So, yeah. hopefully he won, considering he is on there twice. Yeah. I, I,
0: as I put in the comments, why didn't c get nominated?
1: Exactly. There you go.
0: Yeah, all right. I actually wrote in Bob Dunn. I took the easy way out. This is the Bob Dunn Award. But, Screaming Danchi won, a.k.a. now known as Elder Dan. He won.
1: Oh, man. They gave an award to a cult member. Jeez. What is the LFF coming to? Uh,
0: cults, apparently.
1: Yes, yes, Colts.
0: All right. The next award up, Rising Star. The nominees for Rising Star were Math Guy, Mean Megs, HR. Everyone's favorite. As appearing in the graphics, Mitchell, Should Be, Manja, Actually Was, Mangina, Mangina. Jimino, Danchi, David Rios, aka Guard, if you don't know who that is, and Drew Madsen. The winner,
1: Drew Madsen. Drew deserved it. He won the Rising Star event. Uh, Enough said. The guy's traveling like crazy. You know what, math guy? You know what? The last one for traveling, that guy lives out in California. That guy deserves a lot of props for that too. So maybe they botched the the travel one because she lives by everything. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, rising star, hands down, Drew Matson. The guy's a big, big, big pimp daddy. He's got the hair. He's got the beard. He's got the suits. The man had to walk away with some some gold, and he takes it.
0: You know, I agree with Drew Matson. Drew Matson gets that math guy is a good would have been a good pick for road warrior if i wasn't going to go with drew madsen on this and this was not on the nominee list i would have gone with mitchell manja almost feel like maybe because of the 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 huge shot he took maybe that (laughs) you know feel get a little sympathy vote but yeah drew madsen great pick for rising star this is the one that in my opinion matters the most the one that i care about the most Best Super Show Show. The nominees were the show you're listening to, The Outlaw Mudcast, Candy Shop Talk, Big Picture Premium, Sunday Night Fights, Misfit TV, and Expanding the Universe. I nominated The Outlaw Mudcast, as you can probably guess, the winner, Candy Shop Talk.
1: And all of them are just locally brought shows. If if you're going to ask me, you should have been expanding the universe. That one gets tons of views. Uh, Michael, your show is good. Uh, I don't know how many downloads. Even you said very little downloads. So yeah, it's, but it's, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many people are just straight streaming. That's the other oh, thing is I don't get the numbers. True. Okay, it might so, be more.
1: So I I think this is probably a botch because. I don't see the candy shop talk getting fifty, sixty people on there. Sunday night fights, or any any expanding the universe with GM John Calais. You you constantly see fifties and sixties. So yeah, this is a botch. But you know what? It's a show that they're they're putting out some stuff. They're interviewing people. It's it's all good. It's all good. It's it's their show. Uh, uh, I think I've seen one or two episodes. I think uh, John Press One P was on there one time. So. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Everybody's putting on their own stuff. I mean, obviously, they're not going by actual numbers and actual people watching, because if that was the case, it'd be expanding the universe or talking the universe every single time.
0: I mean, that is true, that it would be expanding the universe or of talking, of talking the universe every time. That's almost unfair, because that's basically the company's official like, you know, broadcast to the people. I mean, yeah, everyone's going to tune in to those shows. Because if you want news about what the company's doing, that's where it's gonna come out. You know, if I want to know what the products getting released are, what they're doing at conventions, you watch those two shows. I would almost take them out because, you know, yeah, I mean, people are gonna tune into expanding the universe to see what the new cards and competitors are coming out. It doesn't matter what. Anybody on that show says. You could have Steve Resk and Brian Schmidt. You and I could host that show. As long as we're throwing up that information, people are going to tune in.
1: No, no. I'll, I'll tell uh, you what. Anytime Calais uh, is on, tune in. Anytime Steve's on, tune in. But there's a lot of jokers that they have on some of these shows that it just makes me tune out. It's like, geez, just stop talking about. Like, come on. They're spent way too much time. On local scene. Oh, this happened at this local. This happened at this online. Nobody cares. Just say, hey, this is the person that won. We don't care about the top cut, what this and that is. Just move along. Move along. Get out to actual news. Alright. What's the next one, Mikey? All right.
0: I'm not surprised Candy Shop Talk won. Congratulations to them. Yeah,
1: yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations.
0: Uh, um, I will miss you when you are gone because, as we all know, Best Super Show Show is the Madden Curse of SRG Universe. So, Farewell Candy Shop Talk. You know that, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big every guy. Show, every,
0: yep. Power Hour. Ebony and, Ivory, Ebony and Ivory, a show of variety. You win the award within a year. Done.
1: Well, it didn't Expanding the Universe win last year? They're still yeah, around.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, with the exception of actual SRG... Universe produced shows, every other show. They've 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 managed to break the curse.
1: Did Monday Night Reels ever win one? Because they disappeared no, too. No, Monday. No,
0: I believe Power Hour was the first winner. Yeah, no, everyone, every show that got nominated the first year vanished. They're all gone.
1: righty. what's the next award?
0: All right. Next award. Next year, guys. We're going for it next year. This show should get us the next year. All right. Next award, Best Territory. The nominees for Best Territory are Tri-State, Midwest Coast, Deep South. The winner, Tri-State.
1: Well, I guess it's to no surprise where the most players at. The Tri-State, who gets all oh. the, the, the CACs and stuff, with the exception now the Deep South Atlanta, Hold the Line Harry's doing amazing work down in the ATL, and Bob Dunn doing good stuff down there in Florida. Uh, the Midwest Coast, you know, we got the Bookers, you know, he's been doing some CACs and stuff. What's up with the Midwest Coast? Why are we taking some heat? Uh, it's because maybe the tag belts the stuff has not been defended. I don't know. This is what happens when you crap on the GM, Dave Marinara, sack for so hard that he had to end up leaving. Now we got Colin Simon and people have real jobs, real lives. So the Midwest coast gets forgotten about. I take offense to that because I'm a Midwest coast guy. We've got, we got bums like Eddie Fury trying to lead the Midwest coast and go into the deep South. Cause he's a coward of, of his own nation, his own area. But Hey, I had no problem with the tri-state. You want to be the best, you gotta beat the best. They're the best. You gotta go into their territory and win some stuff.
0: You know, I'm not surprised Tri-State won. Hey, guess who's all on the committee? Bunch of Tri-State guys. Guess who are the biggest? Guess who are the biggest marks for themselves?
1: Tri-State guys. Exactly.
0: And what was funny was this was another botch. When they wrote Tri-State, they didn't go T R I, they went T R Y on the graphics. They're trying to I don't know if that was I don't know if that was a I don't know if that was a, uh, a little Schmidt um, Freudian slip when he was typing that up, but another another uh, another reason swing why the best direction would come in another another swing to Schmidt. All right let's go on to the next one. Gimmick of the year The oh nominees boy. for Gimmick of the Year are the Misfit Alexander Slamilton. The, Phil Birch, The Light, aka The Mission, collectively as a group, all the members together, Possum Kang, and Lord of the Dance. I'm curious, who won this one? The winner, The Light, The Mission as a group.
1: I guess. Of course, you know, they're part of the company. They're going to put themselves over. Nobody cares about your cult business people. Hey, at least they didn't have Fry Baby of the Year Award or anything like that because, man, got some of those people in this thing that could be be on this list. But I'm okay with it. Oh, I got the door. I'm going to mute myself. Michael.
0: All right. While we get a little break from Mark Perry, my thoughts, I nominated The Misfits, Ant West, and Brother Dan. At the time, Brother Dan, now Elder Dan. I actually... Don't have a problem with the light. I think the light is a good gimmick. You know, the cult stuff, the all-white suit, the robes, the pamphlets, that's commitment. The Misfit, to me, also would have deserved this. This would have been a great, deserving award for the Misfit. The Misfit goes hard with his gimmick. He does. Um, As far as, like, the rest of the nominees, you know, Lord of the Dance. I mean, he dances.
1: I love that guy. That guy was know. such a hoot a, at Grand Gathering. Cool dude. Cool dude.
0: The rest of these guys all okay, but I think probably I agree with the lights. I'd probably put the, I would put the light and the misfit probably one step above everybody else. The next award, hype man award, A.K.A. the loudmouth Leo Larynx award. The nominees were. Eddie Fury, Piglet, Rambo Apocalypse, The Goat Brock Smith, Possum King, and The Mad Custodian. The winner, Piglet.
1: That's who I wrote in. There ain't nobody louder. There ain't nobody prouder. Let's give it to the big pig, big hoss.
0: I put D Phil Birch and Split. This was another hard one for me, but you know what? Piglet's a great choice. 100% agree with Piglet. To me, looking at this list, Hype Man is about hyping up not just yourself, but others. Piglet hypes up his faction, the big picture, like no one else. Solid choice, Piglet. 100% agree. The next category. Feud of the Year. The nominees were Unionverse versus my co-host's own Just Business. Emo ma'am, versus Alexander Slamilton. John Polverino versus The Grump. Misos versus the TDA. The Misfit versus the Antagonist. And Eddie Fury versus the Phil Birch. The Winner. Press 1P versus
1: The Grump. That that was one that I wrote in. I agree with it. Hopefully that chapter is finally over. I heard some, some crazy things went on at Captain Con with those two as well. Uh, but uh, let's see. Eddie Fury, Phil Burge, they're in the same faction now. Is marks really? to themselves. Hell yeah. Uh, Alexander Slamilton um, or, and, or the Unionverse. I don't know why Just Business got disrespected. We stole their HR. We stole HR. We, we put them down. HR was, is, is in our handbag. I heard she's leaving us now. Darn her. Stupid, stupid HR. Wanting I more have, money.
0: Well, that's what a lot of people leave because they want more money. I picked Eddie Fury versus D. Phil Birch. I picked the Misfit versus Ant West. I picked Simon Dabner and Chris Pate. And I picked Jeremy Steigerwald versus Tim Riley. Two of those got nominated. I did like the deep six tag belt feud. Of course, I was part of that slightly doing an interview during Pax Unplugged. So a little bit of a home pick there. Press 1P versus The Grump does kind of transcend that. It is a feud that's been going on longer than just 2023. So I definitely see that as a wordy pick. I'm not going to argue that. The next award, Breakout Star of the Year. The nominees for Breakout Star of the Year are Candyman, Simple Chuck, Carlos Lumbre, The Big Guy, Pretty Hair Piercer, and The Phil Birch.
1: The winner, The Big Guy. That's who I wrote in. Because he finally got himself a title belt a lot of these other people like like candy man what the heck she on there for you've already held multiple titles the year be- previous you're gonna say you that you didn't deserve it the year before now that that's passed it's like saying hey hold the line harry like I, I made a joke on why wasn't hold the line harry rookie of the year for the fifth year in a row why wasn't he nominated finally it's like move on stop writing your name in people are dumb uh, but yes, yes, the big guy, well-earned, well-deserved. He 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 was big time on that jobber of the year because he could never win a title. And then what happened? He fell into the title. He won the the Underworld. It was Underworld, right? I believe it was Underworld, Underworld, right? underworld and yep. Defended it several times before he lost. G- good at him. Gary, uh, uh, hope everything's going with you health-wise too, brother.
0: Agreed, agreed. You know, I'm a fan of the big guy. The only person I think on this list who I would choose other than the big guy, Carlos Lumbre. To me, last year
1: He's been a beast online.
0: He's been a beast. He's been a be- well, I mean, he's been a beast in person. He won the triad belt and he won the Play Pure Championship in this year. You know? Guy I'm not gonna say came out of nowhere because I know who Carlos Lumbre is, but he definitely stepped his game up between
1: last year and this year. He's a class act. I played him in Monday night's event and just business. Had to take him out in a triad match and he took it on the chin. He took it with pride. Yeah, he, I have no problem if he had, if he had won yeah. too.
0: Yeah. Candy what are they talking about? Candy has been one of the biggest names in this game for a while. What'd she, what'd she break out of? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Exactly. No, I don't get that nomination. That to me just is completely out of place.
1: Because people can write themselves in, and then they're like, "Oh, we need an even number. We need this so many," so they're going to put them in there. That's what that is.
0: I mean, could be. I mean, this was not her home group. I don't know. Look, I don't know how she got nominated. You, you're you're already established. You can't be a breakout star if you're already an established star. Just simple as that.
1: Go for All rookie right? of the year. Go for rookie of the year then. I mean, look. You know what? If Matt (laughs) Nealon
0: can get bonked in the head, lose his memory, and qualify for Rookie of the Year, you know, Candyman, maybe someone will bonk you in the head. Who knows? Hardcore (laughs) belt. Hardcore belt's back. I've said before, you know, bring out the go for the hardcore belt, be hard candy. And, you know, didn't run with it. Went the emo way. But maybe we'll see that. Maybe we'll see Hardcore Candyman next year. All right, next award, Best Non-Singles Player. So, like, your Tornado Tag and Trios Player. I don't know if they consider it. looks like tag as well. The nominees were Ian Chambers, Sean Loeb, the Titan Bombada, Simple Chuck, Le Penguin, Brian Schmidt. The winner, Simple Chuck.
1: An award built just for the name of the man Sean Loeb, and Sean Loeb doesn't win it. It's crazy. Simple Chuck, don't get me wrong. He's he did great at Origins with the or Grand Gathering in Tornado. He's he he was a trios champion for a while, so I have no problem with it. But this is a this is a this is a nomination, an award that is built for Sean Loeb. I think it's a small botch. Hopefully, Loeb will finally get some respect. Because he deserves it, tearing it up, being beast mode in faction wars with trios and tornado, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, you know this wasn't an award that had really strong feelings for either way. I'm looking at my nominee list; it wasn't on the nominee list from what I can tell, unless I'm overlooking it. I'm not going to argue with the simple Chuck pick, but I think you're right historically, Sean Loeb. Owns this category. This should almost be the Sean Loeb Award.
1: It should be. And since it, like, Listen. like, like I said, the, the Drip Award or the Best Rest, you, you mm-hmm. got to give it to it the person that actually makes this an award. So, Sean Loeb, you deserved it. Maddie Drip Drip, you deserved Mess Drip. But hey, we'll see what happens next year.
0: All right. The next award, card of the year, the nominees throws candy from the crowd, set up the kendo stick. The Knee bar slash Fujiwara line. Bile Driver. The new version of Impact is Family. And another botch. This was Throws a Pretzel. On the graphic, it's Tosses a Pretzel. That's the actual name of the of the uh, spectacle card. The winner, Impact is Family.
1: Of course it is. You know, because yeah. we are family. You know, we were family before we broke up. But I don't even know if we won Shock of the Year for that. But yes, impact is family. And you know what? Press was P was so upset about the art, but you know what it is. Probably the number one use entrance card now in Tornado and and trio. So it is what it is. That is the best card of the year.
0: I you know, I agree. It is the definitely the most impactful card. I would say next on the list this list, the knee bar line. Yes. I think that's strong. I think that'll be continue to be strong. But Hands down, it's the Impact Family. That's the most impactful card this year out of, all, out of this list. So I hope
1: Chris Pacello went up there and accepted the award on, on behalf.
0: Yeah. Those two that I mentioned, those were my nominees. So 100% agree that is the most impactful card this year. Heel of the Year. The nominees for heel of the Year are Rainbow Apocalypse, James Booker, the Nightmare King, the Titan General Manager, Uncle Bradley, and Mark Effen Perry.
1: I don't know how I got on this list. I am such a nice guy. How can I be construed as such an evil person? Jeez. Uh, you know. Did you write me in, Michael? Is that what I happened? did
0: not I did not write you. My nominees. I've nominated Nightmare King. That's the only one I nominated.
1: I'm nominated Nightmare King. It should have been Nightmare King. I don't, I don't oh. even think you said it, but James Booker won it. But James Booker is just a troll, and yeah. so is Brad Iyer. And you know what? Ooh, one day the trolls will realize that it's only funny to them.
0: Well, you know, James Booker did cut a promo saying maybe he's going to turn over a new leaf in 2024. But yes, he did win. James Booker trolled his way into heel of the year. He basically, you know, hopped in the bathtub and rode the wave, so to speak, of trolling into heel of the Year. All right, since we have heel of the Year, let's talk about Face of the Year. The nominees for Face of the Year were HR, The Foreman, Ken Fouché, Colton Jankowski, a.k.a. Moxie, Lord of the Dance, Dizzy Derailed, and Robert the Brain Dunn. The winner... The Foreman.
1: Mm. I don't know what the Foreman did that was so faceful, face-wise, except for maybe uh, doing some IT tech at the Grand Gathering, but Robert the Brain Dunn, typical tons of creative characters gifted away in his name. Uh, uh, HR, you know? She she kept that abysmal abysmal faction known as the Universe together until she wisened up and joined Just Business, just to leave us uh who else is on that list um ken Fouche.: uh, ken Fouche is good he's good uh um, lord lord of, the, yeah. lord of the dance he he is well worth it too love that yeah. guy i'm telling you that dude is such a cool dude but hey you know, you know what it is what it is
0: dizzy was on the list dizzy kind of flies under the radar but i feel like she's always one of the most positive people
1: Totally deserves it for her her um, Krampus claws stuff that she does. I love that. I love I that. Fe-
0: yeah, I feel like if she had a little bit more of a visible presence, she you know she could take this award. But congratulations All right. to BCW's own the Foreman for winning. You know he's a homer. I guess I'll be a little bit of a homer too. <laughs> you know.
1: Well, he is our hardcore champion, so I guess I got to back my my
0: guy. Back your champion. He's your guy. I nominated uh, Bombata. I feel like Bambada is always a solid choice. He got nominated for heel of the Year, so maybe I'm reading the room wrong. I don't know.
1: He's not a heel. He's not a heel.
0: He's not, not a heel to me either. All right. Next we have, we talked about it a little bit ago, Shock of the Year. The nominees for shock of the year are, impact breaks up, HR joins just business. The top guys reveal that they are part of and merge with the higher class at Origins. Yours truly wins all three Saturday events at Gen Con. Brian Schmitz, oh. Brian Schmitz comeback win versus Bob Dunn, and big match Pete in a big match against the SRG boss uses a master of ceremonies flips the stip on the SRG B.O.S. I think you already know who won. I don't honestly, I don't. Okay, the winner hosting this show. Right now, Michael Kirk winning all three Saturday Gen Con events, Shock of the Year. Impact is family,
1: big one. This one was huge. This was huge. I remember that at Gen Con, you won the first one, joked about it. Then you went on to win the next one. The look on your face in the videos, you're like baffled. And then you won the third one. And everybody was like, did that just really happen? It did. It did. Amazing.
0: It did. A run that may never be duplicated.
1: It'll never be duplicated. That
0: will, never. you know, it could. could, But that, will, that might be on the Hall of Fame plaque if I ever make the Hall of Fame. We'll see. But I nominated that, and I nominated um, HR, Leaving the Universe. I'm just going to accept, you know, I'm happy I won. There were great nominees. I'll be magnanimous. I'm happy I won. Congratulations. Thank you for the nominations, guys. All right. Champion of the year, also known as the Marcel Award. We'll talk about Marcel a little bit later. The nominees for Champion of the Year are Simple Chuck, his Trios reign, Yasmin, her deep six reign, The Big Guy, his underworld reign, Funtime Bob his U.S. Championship reign, John Pobrino for his Tri-State Championship reign, the prizefighter Simon Davner for his Underworld Championship reign, and the grump Danny Thunder for his Midwest Coast Championship reign. The winner, Yasmeen for her Deep Six Championship reign.
1: That was awesome. I wrote in Press 1P because he was using my boy Alien Invader, so... It just made sense for me to do so, but yes, Yasmin, well-deserved, well-deserved.
0: Big guy for the underworld, Jeff McPeak for the veterans, and Mean Megs for the U.S. Championship. I, All these people looking at this list deserve to be on this list, so I have no problem with Yasmin winning. They're all worthy. Congratulations, Yasmin. That's a good win. Beating out a great field. This is a great field for Champion of the Year. Next award Moment of the Year. The nominees for Moment of the Year are Le Penguin proposing to the Empress at Grand Gathering 3, Matt Nealon winning the World Heavyweight Championship at his home store. Drew Madsen, winning Miso Mania, the Create-A-Competitor Tournaments. John Poverino, scoring his fourth Create-A-Competitor Tournament win. And then, once again, Michael Kirk winning all three events Saturday at Gen Con. The winner of Moment of the Year, the Penguin proposing to Empress at Grand Gathering 3
1: easy no arguments here
0: yeah very easy it was weird being nominated for the same event for two different categories i know after i won shock of the year and they mentioned my name for moment of the year it was just kind of like huh all right yeah lay penguin proposing huge moment huge moment i remember they had me early on at grand gathering 3 doing video stuff we stopped because the audio was horrible. You could not really hear me at all. But the last audio thing I was doing was I was talking about the match, and in the middle of me talking, that starts happening. And It's just like what? Huh? Complete shock. Right on the heels of, I believe the Lay Penguin had just won his match, just won a tag team match. So big win, and then then proposal, one hundred percent moment of the year. Hands down. Ring General Award, aka the General Cannoli Award. The nominees Google Docs Dan, Jeremy Steigerwald, Drew Madsen, Harvey Lester, Carlos Lumbre, Candyman Dan. The winner, Carlos Lumbre.
1: Easy. Just look up look at his accomplishments. No complaints here.
0: Looking over my nominations, I nominated Trey Cantrell, who didn't make the list. You know what? Second, Carlos Lumbre, great pick. Great pick for this award. Absolutely deserves it. I again, good field, Carlos Lumbre, I think. For all the reasons I talked about him being a breakout star, same thing can apply for the Ranger. Best SRG promotion the nominees for best srg promotion are accw misos the tva hcw big picture premium and the new Darby order the winner the tva easy they should have won it last year yeah i mean I don't like. I don't like to say no-brainer. No-brainer. Basically, I mean, clearly, hands. Heads above everyone else. Hundred percent. New Derby order makes no sense to me. They're a faction. They're not a promotion. Exactly. Yeah. TVA, Completely.
1: Misos Mes- is a store, not a promotion.
0: You know, Misos again. I'm fine with Misos. I mean, if you want to. Describe them as a store. If they don't want to come up with their own, like Louisville Super Show or something, that's fine. But yeah, I think TVA, hundred percent, earned earned the win.
1: They're my ride in last year. My ride in this year. Now that they won it, maybe somebody else can have a shot.
0: All right, next award, the Best Mike Skills Award, aka the King Greatness Award. The nominees were. The Goat Brock Smith, Rambo Apocalypse, Piglets, The Grump Danny Thunder, The Phil Birch, and Ant West. The winner, The Grump Danny Thunder.
1: I wish I could tell you I can even remember any of his promos this year, but I can't. None of them were, uh, he's kind of fallen off the face of the earth this year, so I I, I don't get it. Botch. Uh Ant West has been doing good. Rambo Apocalypse been b- popping off some good stuff. So, I mean, I, I have no problem with the Grump getting it because the stuff he does put out's good, but I can't say I know one single thing that he's actually put out this year.
0: I nominated the Grump split in Eddie Fury. To me, the Grump, like an Eddie Fury, is going to be a perennial contender for this list. So it makes perfect sense to me. He won it a lot of solid nominees here. But I think the Grump, the Grump has earned a Best Mike Skills Award. Match of the Year. The nominees for Match of the Year are the Yasmine versus Press 1P six-stop match at Grand Gathering, the Grump versus the Brain World Heavyweight Championship match at Gen Con, Uncle Bradley. Versus the Brain at Origins, BTE, the I believe Deep South Tag Team Championships. They're the cha- they were the champions. Versus Wonderlust. The Misos versus TVA tag team match. Harvey Lester and Kirk Polka versus Drew Madsen and Zach Ashley. And then the Cookies Fortune final match, Yasmeen versus the Grump. The winners, Yasmin versus Press One P.
1: That was easy, hands down, winning because the stress that she was under, the the real cries and tears afterwards, no brainer. That wins it.
0: That's a great match. I nominated the uh, GenCod Triad Championship match because having watched that, that was a great match to me. I believe she was part of that as well. This is a, that was a great match. You know. They met, I believe, in the finals of the tournament. And then they met again for the championship. Yasmin walking away with the victory. But yeah, great match between two great players. And a great stage. So, agree. Match of the year. 100% with that choice. Best promo. The nominees for best promo are Practicite selling the Deep Six championship belt to the prize fighter Simon Davin. Brother Dan going door to door, soliciting for the mission. Alexander Slamilton joining the union. HR shutting down the union verse. Loudmouth Leo Larynx talking about being betrayed by the grump Danny Thunder. And split, leaving the freak show. The winner, loudmouth Leo Larynx, shedding real tears over the Grump's betrayal.
1: Perfect. I had no problem with this. Uh, a lot of the other ones are good. I, I'm all splits promos, but yeah, I have no problem with this. No, no problem with this one at all. I have um, no I- problem with. I'm going to mute myself for a second, Michael, so you can ramble on. I don't know if you want to pause after you're done.
0: That's fine. I have no problem talking about talking while you're gone. I have no problem with the loudmouth promo either. My nomination was Brother Dan going door to door, seeing him knock on the door of what we come to find out was the general manager Calais's house, and Calais coming out in the bathrobe, shocked that brother Dan has shown up on his doorstep with a pamphlet pushing the light, pushing the message of the light. I thought that was a great promo. I liked the uh, the, the deep six belt Simon Davner stuff. That was a good choice. The HR stuff was good. I don't have a problem. I'm perfectly fine with the winner here. Perfect choice. Loudmouth, Leo Larynx. In the aftermath of the Grumps betrayal. At Origins. Laying it all out there. Promo. Best promo for this year. Event of the year. The nominees for event of the year are Origins Game Fair. ACCW Presents The Level Up CAC Captain Con Marktoberfest 5 Miso Mania And Southern Fried Gaming Expo We cannot recall if it's gaming or game. The winner Of Event of the Year ACCW Presents The Level Up CAC Wait a second. Time out. I just walked in this late. Was
1: Grand Gathering not on this on this list?
0: Grand Gathering 3, which I did nominate, was not on this list. Origins, Inc- Captain Con, Marktoberfest 5, Five, Misomania, Southern Fried, and ACCW Presents the Level Up. I like Origins. That's one of my favorites. Marktoberfest 5 was good too. I didn't attend ACCW Presents Level Up. You know, it's a historic event. They shut down the store. You know, they turned out the lights with that one, so I get it. Just Business came down. John Poverino won it. So I can see where you'd be a fan of that.
1: Two years running. Two years running. Back to back. He owns Atlanta. He owns Back-to-back.
0: Atlanta. Grand
1: Gathering is a great choice. I almost wonder if it's too obvious a choice. I think they took it off the list because it should win every single time. It's hard to
0: argue that any of these events would trump that event, you know, 3 days of straight Super Show, nothing else comes close. Origins probably comes the close, probably comes the closest to just Super Show for days on this list. But yeah, I'm going to pick Origins cuz I like it. It's my favorite. I'm not going to say ACCW shouldn't have
1: won. As someone that's never been to ACCW, but I've been to Origins, and now that uh, I've been to Grand Gatherings, I've been to Origins, I've been to to Gen Con's, I'll tell you right now, Grand Gathering, if you're going to a Super Show show, an event, that's the only one to go to. But if you're not going to go to that one, Origins is the next one. I I agree with that. I 100% agree with that.
0: Yeah. That's right. Just all the best events in Ohio, folks. Remember that. All right. Next General Manager of the Year. The nominees. I it was heresy. Heresy. Continue. Uh, that's right. The nominees were Candyman for being the general manager of the Tri State Tag Team Division, Bob Dunn for being the general manager of the Underworld Division, Chris Pagillo for the trios division, the Cannoli for the Triad Division, Colin Simon for the Midwest Coast region, and Steve Resk for the Tri-State Singles Division. The winner, Bob Dunn for the Underworld Division.
1: I have no problem with Bob Dunn winning because it's all about the business. More hardware for business. But the one title that's always progressive, always moving forward, always got a line. Everybody earning the spot over and over again. Got to keep it moving, keep it fresh. And I didn't even get a nomination. GM Khalees, we need to have words.
0: Do you think the division going defunct hurt you?
1: No. I was going on vacation. I went to Europe for a month. There was a reason why I went defunct. Then again, we had the Mikey Nichols fiasco. So it is what it is. It's all good. Congratulations, Bob Dunn. Well, well well-deserved. Seconded. This is a good list. Bob
0: Dunn. Solid choice. Congratulations. Faction of the Year, a.k.a. the Higher Class Award. The Nominees. The Light, a.k.a. the Mission. The Big Picture. The Unionverse. StarMaker Productions, Impact, and Paradise. The winner, StarMaker Productions. I... What do they do? I mean, they currently have the uh, World Heavyweight Championship with the StarMaker Everett Stevens.
1: You yeah, but that, hap- that happened in 2024.
0: I guess that's true. Simon Dabner with his Underworld run. I like Simon Dabner. I'll agree and, with that. And then the Deep Six following that.
1: Okay. All right. You know, we'll I mean, just those just are choose. those are probably we'll those are probably the those impact. are probably the highlights. Those
0: are probably Impact
1: the highlights. One Faction Wars. Hello. All right, but no, congratulations, right. with Star Maker Productions. Right. Good job, guys.
0: Yeah. Deck of the Year. The nominees for Deck of the Year are. Big Match Pete's Johnny T deck, amazing the, deck. The big guys Matt Stevens deck,
1: another amazing.
0: Jeremy Steigerwald's Tommy Stillwell deck. I
1: don't James, even know who Johnny Stilwell is, so that might be yeah. should be the winner. Maybe all right. Next, T-
0: Tommy Stillwell. Yeah, I, I've never met him either. James Booker's Night Terror deck. Harvey Lester's Anastasia Morningstar deck. Press One P's. Alien Invader deck.
1: That was my writing.
0: Brian Schmidt's the Witch's Apprentice deck.
1: And How'd that even Grump? get on the list?
0: Uh, I don't know. And then added at the convent at the award show, the Grumps Grump deck.
1: And the winner was the Grumps Grump deck. Let's see, that's just the the the, the tryhards simping for the tryhards because it shouldn't have been that that one hundred percent whatever. They just made a joke and a mockery of this award and gave it to him because he was their present. That's, that's what I'm, call, I'm calling some BS on this. No, Big Match Pete's deck, low-key, pretty busted. I heard Brian Schmidt was crying a little bit about not winning this award. How can you cry about an award that somebody else gave you the deck list? It's probably the horses or any person that plays the Witch's Apprentice. How hard is it to look up the keywords and throw those in a deck? Next.
0: I nominated Pulverino. I nominated the uh, Stevens, Mark, Jeff, Bravo deck, just because he asked me to nominate him, so I threw it in there. I was looking for nominees. Um, and the Grump did, sh- you know, you know, has been dominant with the Midwest Coast Championship. Did put down Press One P in the head-to-head Tri-State versus Midwest Coast. It's hard to argue. That's not a solid deck, but I've heard good things about the Johnny T deck. That's a competitor I've never played. If I wasn't going to go Grump, I think I would have gone Press 1P. I think he did a lot as the Tri-State Champion with that Alien Invader
1: deck. With only three times per match, too.
0: Yeah, that's right. Having Having the gimmick nerfed during the championship reign. All right. rookie. Of the year. Hold the line, Harry. The the nominees for rookie of the year are Mitchell Manja. Correct pronunciation.
1: What? He knew and learned how to spell. Let's go,
0: Schmidt. Paul Merle. AKA Mr. Pollywood, aka the LFS chiropractor. Coach Brad. Sean Steiner, a.k.a. The Dude. HR, Drew Madsen, Simple Chuck. The winner, Mitchell Manja. Congrats to him. Well deserved. I agree. For me, it would have been between him and Drew Madsen off this list. I nominated the two of them and Rambo Apocalypse. So 100% agree with Mitchell Manja as this choice. Tag Team of the Year. The nominees for Tag Team of the Year are Cold Candy Crush, The Animal Kingdom, BTE, The Dude and Misfit, that's the new Derby Order Tag Team, Baked Outdoors, and Wonderlust. The winners, because it's a joint, it's a tie, the Animal Kingdom and Cold Candy Crush.
1: Yeah, Animal Kingdom, what they did at Gen Con, what they did at Origins, yeah, no-brainer that they should have been there. They should have been the solo winner. It is what it is. Still good stuff. I nominated the both of them, BTE, and I
0: nominated the Mitchell Manja, Brock Smith tag team, the new hotness. A little strange to have two winners, but, and I would, if I had to give the slight edge, I think I might go Animal Kingdom slightly over Cold Candy Crush. But, you know, congratulations to both. Both worthy choices. The final award player of the year. The nominees for Player of the Year are The Big Guy, Yasmeen, John Pulverino, Big Match Pete, The Grump, Brian Schmidt, and Bob Dunn. The winner, Big Match Pete.
1: Well, he hadn't lost a game since the CAC. But then again, he hadn't played a game since the CAC, so what's that say, <laughs> you know? Uh, congratulates to Pete. I wrote press 1P. The guy was insane. Two CACs, how many Monday night and Thursday night fight wins. They got it wrong, but then again, you know, look who's in charge of it. Higher class, but hey, no disrespect for Pete. Pete, Pete earned it. Pete 100% earned his stuff. He did, he did amazing. He should have also, that. he should have won Deck of the Year too. That deck is so good.
0: I also wrote in John Pulverino as my nomination. Everybody on this list is pretty much worthy of this award. There's a couple choices I might quibble with. But otherwise, this is a solid list. And Big Match Pete. You know, I won't knock the choice. Congratulations, Big Match Pete, for Player of the Year. And now let's talk about. The Hall of Fame inductees.
1: Now, before quite, you before you go there, did you did I, you do a write-in? Because I I always every year I always write a write-in for who should be,
0: for who should be what? You mean an award that didn't that wasn't on the list?
1: Yep, I always I always write in for a Hall of Fame and like Player of the Era award and all that kind of stuff.
0: I never do that. And actually, they did not do a Player of the Era this year.
1: I know. I'm which I'm is kind of weird. On. Yeah, it was weird. I, was I wrote weird. one in, but I'll just so, leave it at that. Oh, no, you're not going to say? No, 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 because I'll write them in again next year. That okay. way, you know. But, but I, you I, I, d- I did write in two names for, uh, actually, I wrote in four names for Hall of Fame. That was John Clay, okay. Steve Resk, Samantha Resk, and uh, Mysterious.
0: Okay, well, you know, 50% of those choices made it in because Samantha Joe Resk, a.k.a. Sage the Looking Witch, and Jennifer, I believe I'm pronouncing this right, Lefzik, mysterious made it in those were two of your four inductees
1: oh there are four well, i thought there was well, only three. Take,
0: no i take it back i take it back there's more than four.
1: Oh, really oh i thought there's only three because
0: okay. we have three singles and a group oh okay all right the third nomin the third inductee origins long time 24 7 champion the final 24-7 champion of origins. I can't remember the year. I want to say 2019. Marcel. Marcel, the third Hall of Famer in Five this Five-year
1: running, defending, 24-7 has not lost a match. Let's go, Marcel. Nope.
0: Undefeated. The final group was basically the people from the now-defunct Legendary Realm store that helped with the initial playtesting for Super Show the Game. John Cardello, the store owner, the store owner, Maurice Thompson, aka Master Dosmodius, the keeper of prisoners, going in for a second time. Jordan Heskowitz, James Conti, Max Bruder, and Pat Mengels. That was your original playtest team. They've all been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to all of the inductees. Absolutely all worthy choices, and that's what we have for the SRG Awards Show.
1: Good Can stuff. Have any final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think it was good stuff. Yeah, one of these days, the Outlaw Mudcast will win Best Show, but you one of these days
0: you, you yeah, got to hope that Monk none of these shows,
1: a new show doesn't pop up. you got to hope a new one doesn't there's, pop up.
0: There's always a new show going
1: to be popping up.
0: There's always going to be a new show. But we are, like the Rolls Bowl, we're the granddaddy. That's right. The oldest, longest running will be here after the others fade away. There you go. With that being said, it's time for this episode to fade away. Mark Perry, thank you for coming on once again. I always enjoy doing these with you.
1: I I like it better when we when we get when we get the nominations ahead of time, so we can make our predictions and see how right we were or how wrong we we were. We haven't
0: gotten that for two years.
1: Can you believe it?
0: Last year, the nominees came out the Friday, so the nomination, the award show was on Saturday. They came out on Friday, so no time this year. They came out Saturday afternoon, even
1: <laughs> less time. Three hours before the show that we are getting. I'm like, are you kidding me?
0: And uh, next, I would say within the next two years, the nominees, if the training continues, will come out after the award show.
1: Exactly after. That's, here's that's, the winner. Oh, here's who was nominated. Yes. Uh, hilarious.
0: Yeah. I would love it if they would put it out earlier just so we could talk about it. I think that would help build hype for it. But. As they say, as every sports radio talk show will say, it is what it is. Again, Mark, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Michael. Yeah. With that being said, that's going to do it for this special episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening and a good day.